previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about. What the hell did we talk about? Crisis. Crisis <laughs> on Infinite <laughs> Earths. It's been a minute. And and Watchmen. And Watchmen, yes. How can I forget Watchmen? Good job, guys. And also, also this, a couple trailers. Yes, this intro and brought to you by Michael Clyburn. No problem. <laughs> we really got to go over that before we start recording. Well, we yeah. usually do. It's It's been a shit show in here tonight. Yeah. Yes, getting video set up is really complicated in a very small space when you have to have a lot of lights and a lot of cables. Production. <laughs> Anyway, everybody, thank you for joining us tonight on the Twistcast. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. So uh, we are going to jump right into the news tonight because we have a lot of thoughts about the Birds of Prey movie that just came out. I have zero thoughts. My brain doesn't work. (laughs) I understand nothing. (laughs) All right, jumping in with some uh, comic book stuff. Uh, Deceased Unkillables, the next chapter in the Deceased Saga, starts February 19th. It's like Launchables, but with DC. Yeah, no. Sure. I mean, unless you want to tie it's, in cannibalism and... Yeah, it's very violent. You eat it <laughs> once and it's done. It's very violent. Okay. Uh, uh, artist uh, Carlo Pagluian? I, I'm awful with names, and you should know this by now if you've been listening <laughs> to this podcast. Uh, has stepped in as the lead artist on February 19th, Batman number 89. Uh, the official Marvel uh, handbook will be returning with Empire, which is which is nice. Uh, Jason Aaron framed his 2020 Avengers plans as a breeding ground for everything new I want to do in the Marvel U. Okay. Uh, so he's he's starting like... Like a lot of big plans, like that. I mean, he's already done really cool stuff with the Avengers, uh, one million BC Avengers, and so on and so forth. But oh yeah, he's uh, right. He he's just turning it up, uh, focusing on my boy Moon Knight. Yay yay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I'm here. Uh, there is a Marvel sampler coming to stores this spring. I'm guessing that's to just give people a jump on reading point. It's like a Lunchable except for Marvel. What's with you with Lunchables? You, you, Go you, eat. You, you try one thing and then you move on. It's a, it's a sampler in a plastic box. Dunkaroos are coming back. What? I know. Dunkaroos. Stay on man. topic here. <laughs> Can we? Can we? Let's All try. Right. Dunkaroos. Uh, so Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, the guys behind Dark Knight's Metal. Yep. Uh, they nice. are. Thanks. Uh, they're working on their next event, which is being seen as a spiritual successor to metal it will be the conclusion of the last decades worth of work he's done at dc damn uh and it features a chainsaw wielding wonder woman right yeah so uh, i'm sorry what yeah uh-huh. what was that yeah check that yeah check that image <laughs> yeah. like and like her armor's like broken down and like really messed up like you know, the uh, the helmet for the batman who laughs is like on her leg it's like it looks it looks badass i can't wait to see what happens there god damn yeah uh, Mar- God damn! <laughs> noob, Mar- noob. He gets it. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. You got. You done? I'm good. All right. <laughs> Marvel is re-releasing uh, a hardcover version of Eternals ahead of the movie, so people can Makes read those, those stories. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, DC's Strange Adventures, uh, featuring Adam Strange. The adventure uh, is being relabeled as Age of Seventeen and Up, aka Black Label, which hmm. always excites me. Cool, uh, y'all know how much I love that. Uh, Captain America: The End, Number One, ended with an issue that uh, 
it had the credits page that credits Stan Lee with creating Captain America, which which is wrong. Mm. Uh, it's actually Joe Simon, yeah, uh, as a co-creator. So, whoops, they issued an apology. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck. how do you fuck that up? To, to Joe? I, I mean, jo- Joe's family, because uh, right, I'm pretty sure Joe's Joe's long gone. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess. We're gonna apologize for this dead guy to I this mean, dead guy. His, dis- <laughs> his descendants. I mean. You want to be respectful of the man. Of course. Of Maybe. Course. Sometimes, all the time. All the time. DC's free comic book day release, Generation Zero, will link Wally West and Dr. Manhattan, as well as a new timeline. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anytime, anytime. Anytime with Dr. Manhattan. <sighs> yeah. I'm happy. I'm thinking about it. And any Flash. Yeah. Uh, so, I've been reading Daredevil. Daredevil is very, very good. Um, that's, and, that's a character I want to get more into. Oh, uh, there's a bunch of stuff on our on our. Thing. I will yeah, eventually I just get to it. Can't see myself reading it. You know. Stop! I hate you. Just stop. <laughs> I love a good dad joke, but Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> we need to keep this thing moving. <laughs> <laughs> so he's largely been out of costume, and the Marvel has confirmed that Mac, Matt Murdock will return to the Daredevil costume in May. I probably okay. just can't find it. Uh. Just ignore that. Move on. If you if you don't give him that attention, so, then he'll stop. Here's a spoiler in case you have not. <laughs> no, he won't. You know this. How long? He, he will not stop. We can at least keep it moving. Uh, I will try. Not I'm really. not stopping you. <laughs> My brain stops me when you stop. Uh, I dip, you dip, we dip. When uh, uh, Spoiler here for, Bat, uh, for Batman, a, a crucial plot point in Batman, if you've not been reading and want to read. Uh, so Tom King claims he would not have killed Alfred in Batman, but DC intervened and were like, "Nah, you, you gotta kill him." the I, The original <laughs> idea was like, "Oh, it's a cliffhanger, but he's fine. Like, we won't have to worry about it." And they were like, "Why not? Why is he not dead?" And he was like, "Well, I, I don't, I, I don't want to kill, kill him." him. <laughs> yeah. he was like, they were just like, "Kill him." <laughs> Just, <laughs> I can just like picture like him sitting in a room like writing all this stuff and like just a shadowy figure behind them like kill him, do it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like reading the interview and they're just like, <laughs> he's like, it's like, well, well no, he's fine. They're like, no, 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 no. Are you sure? Kill him. <laughs> Are you sure he isn't dead? Just... Stay with me for a minute. Dead. Dead. <laughs> And and he even acknowledged that you know death in comic books is a revolving door. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually some writer will bring bring him back and it'll be fine. All right, and then we get to obviously the delays. <laughs> okay, how many on DC's list this time? Uh, you know it's about it's about equal. <laughs> it's to, equal to what? <laughs> Between the two companies. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's two of each. So oh. DC's Superman Heroes number one a one shot has been postponed three weeks. Originally supposed to release January 29th, which is now behind us, even from time of recording, and will now release February 19th. Uh, no reason for that delay, of course. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number four has also been postponed two weeks. Uh, it was originally February 5th, which is this week, uh, and that is also now February 19th. On the Marvel side, uh, New Mutants number seven, which is supposed to release... February 12th will now be February 19th. Everything's just getting back to that week. <laughs> and Avengers 31, 
uh, which is supposed to be February 19th, <laughs> got postponed to February 26th. Uh, that one a- it is likely because it added five artists to the book. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, there, there we go there. Moving on to Worlds of DC. Worlds. All right. Bad Robot, the J.J. Abrams company, mm-hmm. uh, is exclusively developing both film and TV ideas based on uh, Justice League Dark. Oh, okay. Uh, which could be cool. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how, how much credence I want to give to this or how much we really want to discuss it, but uh, Warner Bros. is considering replacing Amber Heard in Aquaman 2. I almost said Aquaman. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's not fun to hit people. No. I, I, don't, I don't understand. And then blame the other person. Look, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I'll let the courts figure that shit out. Yep. That uh, is not my job. <laughs> Hashtag not my job. Uh, Damon Gupton, who's played uh, Chief Bill Henderson for Damon three... Damon Gupton? <laughs> That's weird. Uh, on uh, Black Lightning for three seasons, has been let go for season four. He said they basically informed him, hey, we don't have plans for you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> I mean, I guess That's I'd rather fair. let them let the character go if they don't have anything to do with them. Well, I, mean, I think I've even noted in This Week in DC on the TwistedCape.com that he just kind of dis a fucking peers for <laughs> long stretches, even though he like his char- what his character is doing is literally central to the fucking main story, but he's just not there. Like, he'll be on the phone, but you'd never see it. Like, what are you guys doing? I don't understand. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so... The Peanuts movie actor Alexander Garfin and Little Fires Everywhere, uh, Jordan Eles, have been cast as the sons of Clark and Lois for the uh, Superman and Lois show. They'll be, they'll be playing the sons Jordan and Jonathan, respectively. I could have said disrespect, disrespectively, but I opted not to that time. I could have switched them. And could have. Maybe it would have worked. Uh, it, next would, time. it wouldn't have worked. Next time. <laughs> DC Universe orders three pilots uh, from the DCU unscripted talent pool, which is kind of cool. If you've been on DC Universe, they uh, it was like almost like a reality series or whatever, hmm. um, and it's paying dividends. So there you go. Good, no? good okay. on you. Good on you. All right, moving on to MCU and their TV stuff. There is some huge shit in here. Some huge. Some shit. huge. huge? Starting with the fact that Sam Raimi, director of the original Spider-Man trilogy, is in talks to helm Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is cool because Sam Raimi has a very distinct horror background, so if if they're looking to make that movie scary- Oh my god, please. That'll be be the thing. Um, Doctor Strange will be losing Rachel McAdams Mm because she didn't want to make the movie without Scott Derrickson. And uh, okay, sure. So remember how we talked before about possible characters returning via the multiverse of madness? Yes. It looks like Crossbones might be one of those characters. Oh, okay. Um, we'll see how that works, but <laughs> yeah, well, it could be cool. Uh, the Captain Marvel sequel is being planned for 2022, uh, but with the WandaVision writer and the original directors are not coming back, right? Which yeah. I actually think could be a good thing. No, yeah, because yeah. they were too. They were two indie directors to begin with. Yeah. They never directed a big budget movie before. It felt like a pretty small movie. Um, At times, yeah. 
like the majority of the way through, except for like the big battle scenes. Yeah, that was it. And even those, they weren't like um, I wouldn't really categorize them as like a uh, like big MCU battle scenes. No, yeah, they were just you know. like standard action action movies. Yeah, there. pretty much. They, they were pretty empty. They were actually. there just to kind of like show her off a little bit. Yeah, but nothing more beyond that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, look, the movie was it was fine. It was fine. Uh, but been I, better. I kind of want a little more. It was a shoehorn. Yeah, that's it. Was just, that's it. Just to get her in there yeah, before Endgame, basically. So, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. 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 <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, premiere will be in August. One division will premiere in December. Still hate that goddamn name. Uh-huh. Uh, the enemy within actor Noah Mills has joined uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier in an unnamed role. If you guys are familiar with that, I'm not. Nope. Uh, the Disney CEO Bob Iger says that there are ten Marvel shows currently in the works. Right. He's either yeah. either in production or, or currently. Yeah, I mean, but on. we we know them all already. All of them, or no. just a good chunk. No, of not them? all of them. Uh, a good chunk of them. Yeah. What we and probably don't know four. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. And that's complicated by this next one because Marvel canceled Hulu's Howard the Duck, Tigra, and Dazzler. Mm-hmm. All just got clipped. Yeah. Oh well. Which is sure no I loss mean, there. It's fine. Uh, and finally, here Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. He signed on to a uh, major role in Loki. That's great. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm confused about that, but okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, and some some video game stuff here. Uh, Fortnite is getting a Birds of Prey Harley Harley Quinn skin. Yep. And some challenges. Woo. I'm gonna fuck about sure. it. fuck you, Fortnite. I'm gonna fuck about you. I know a lot of people play that shit. Well, I'm not I'm not all about it. Uh, there is a next gen Superman game in the works. Do we could know be, like who? Could be interesting. Do we know who's developing? No, I didn't see any information about. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Rocksteady was supposed to be developing one, but that got well, clipped a while ago. I mean, that was a rumor because they they knew that Rocksteady was doing something in the superhero genre, but no one knew for sure. That was just a pure rumor. Right. Uh, it turns out they are working on a, a Batman game. Batman, which may I'm, I don't know if this is your yeah, news. Yeah, it's it's the actually next thing ahead. So it's supposed to be a reboot and yes. launch this fall. I didn't hear about the fall, but wait, wow, what? yeah, yeah, okay, all right, Shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised they didn't show that at any um any conventions yet. Well, to be fair, the last big one was Gamescom, and that was in like September, October, October? somewhere around then. Yeah, so like that was a little too early. Like the next big thing that the coming e- that's going to come around will be E3, that's I May, guess. Right? July, uh, July, June. Oh, June. Is it June? It's June. Oh. Well, fucked up. What I would love to see. I know it's kind of off topic. A Batman Superman, like, world's finest game. I mean... Like, you get to play with, like, a friend online, and he just... If... It's like, make it a mystery, solve the mystery. One of you gets to be as powerful as fucking Superman, and one of you gets, you know, gets to be cool. If the rumors are true, and they were kind of thinking about doing a Superman game, then Rocksteady could do something with that in the future. I mean, they do... They 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 do great with Batman, so... They have the models, the, the, the moves... That'd be good. And that's your news. Cool. All right. So as we talked about in the beginning, very briefly, uh, we are going to be talking about Birds of Prey. Yes. Birds of Prey. Um, what was that full title again? No. 
Not doing uh, it. No. Okay. We don't have a full title for you tonight. It's just Birds of Prey. That's the full title. Birds of Prey. That's all That's you need it. to know. Yes. All right. So, so before we hop into that, uh, we should talk about our character breakdowns for the evening, which yes. is one Harley Quinn. All right, so continuing our little foray into this character breakdown, getting to know our characters here, uh, we got Harley Quinn. So Dr. Harleen Quinzel, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, has only been around for as long as her introduction on Batman the Animated Series on an episode called Joker's Favor. She, she treated Joker as a psychiatrist and eventually fell in love and even changed herself for him by becoming Harley Quinn. Uh, she spent her existence, regardless of the medium, obsessed with the Joker, despite his clear disregard for her. After eventually leaving the Joker, Harley eventually fell in with Catwoman and Poison Ivy as a trio that often work together. She's currently in a relationship with Ivy, and these two miscreants go on adventures together. While she doesn't have powers like some of the previous subjects of our character breakdowns, Harley does have special characteristics. She's brilliant, having been a trained psychiatrist and criminologist. She's a near-expert level gymnast, as well as an expert combatant due to her life of crime. Uh, more recently, Harley has gained enhanced strength and stamina, as well as a toxic immunity due to treatments and injections from Poison Ivy. Harley doesn't have quite as much history as other characters, but she still managed to be included in quite a few stories. Recently, she was the focal point in uh, Heroes in, the Heroes in Crisis event, well, which was way back in our twist cast. I don't know, it's like 50, 40s, something. 40, whatever. Where, <laughs> just look it up. Uh, she does have a show on DC Universe right now that will wrap soon. And Which is great. It's been entertaining, to say the least. Some of them started it. Yeah. Uh, of course, you've seen the Margot Robbie portrayal in Suicide Squad and most recently Birds of Prey. Uh, and the rest of that stupid name, which I refuse to say. Uh, she's also been a part of the Suicide Squad reboot. Uh, she pops up in the comics back in Batman number 570, and she's had multiple series throughout her existence. But right now, you can catch up with Harley in both Suicide Squad and and Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Yep. So that's that's that. It's a character breakdown on Harley Quinn. So if you are going in to see Birds of Prey, there you go. There's some background for you. A little info. Yeah. All right. So getting into Birds of Prey. Uh, really quick, in case anybody hasn't been listening, uh, really just a, f a blurb about what your expectations were. I had low expectations okay. given DC's track record uh, which has been getting better but it has um, I don't know this, when I first heard that they were making this movie I just thought why then I started seeing the um, trailers and everything and it looked fun but it was like it's not gonna be that great and it was fun yeah it wasn't that great but it was fun <laughs> I agree uh, the bar was low for me <laughs> going in cause like I don't know the name ruined it for me the name was dumb yeah. Oh my god, I love the name. I hate the name. Like, every time I mean, it comes up, I'm just like, fuck that Having name. watched the movie now, the name is a perfect fit, but it's still dumb. It's still a fucking stupid name. Like, like I remember when we saw the name, we were just like, why? Why is it that why? long? <laughs> uh, but, uh, coming out of the movie, man, I, I felt good. I felt good about the movie. I was pleasantly surprised, yeah. Uh, and uh, sadly, our, like, our theater was uh, sadly empty. Yeah, probably like 20, 25 people there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, for me, though, I going into it, I had 
pretty high expectations. Uh, I don't know why. I just kind of had a feeling like this was going to be uh, a pretty solid outing from DC. And um, it did, in my opinion, it did not disappoint. So, um, yeah. All so, right. How do you want to get started with this, Mike? So, um, actually, you, you started exactly how I want to start. So, what do you guys think about the visual aesthetic of the movie? I personally loved it because yeah. they didn't go CGI heavy. Um, if at all. Well, for the, like the explosion very few early things, on, yeah. you know, like that, you can't help that, but. Yeah. Uh, I, that's really it. Like the explosion in the beginning. Um, the driver legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, some, some of those, uh, yeah, obviously like the physical deformities, of course. Um, and then, those were real. <laughs> and then the uh, set at the end like where that the big brawl happens yeah you know obviously it's not a real place of so course. yeah <laughs> um but you know they they did it right they didn't rely too heavily on cgi it felt like a, and because of that it felt like a really personal story uh really close um you know because when you're using cgi it's usually because of these grandiose things that you're trying to pull off but in this case it wasn't that at all all right um so no, I just liked how um, it was very like colorful and vibrant, which meshes well with Harley. And actually, what I was just thinking about, literally right this second, um, this is our first DC movie f- since Joker, right? Yeah. So to me, it actually felt a lot like Joker aesthetically at times. Yeah. Just a little bit lighter and happier. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I got that vibe throughout the entire movie. I yeah, that's a great point. I did not pick up on that. I I agree. It's it was very. Like the costumes were bright and vibrant, the scenes were bright and vibrant, the fight scenes even, like that one where, where she's in the police station. It's just so oh colorful yeah. and vivid. Like it, it was so fun to watch. Yep. Um. So, what do you guys think about the story? So basically, if you have yet to see the movie, which I mean, you just go do that. Um, it's it's about Harley breaking up with Joker. And everything that happens as a result of that, and it just spirals out of control. Yeah. I think the story for me was the weakest part of the movie in that it was paced poorly. To me, it felt like it took at least halfway through the movie for the plot to actually kick in. See, it, it kind of felt unoriginal to me because I I think there have been... and. And I'm going to say this, but I can't rattle the movies off the top of my head right now. But I'm sure you, everybody has seen movies where it's like they try and, you know, the story's going along and they're like, oh, but wait, there's actually something I didn't tell you before. And then it like rewinds, you know, to previously and then it brings you back and then it rewinds to previously brings you back. I feel like that that type of storytelling is kind of played out. But it was also pretty true to the character of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a toss up. You know, I think it was like I said, true to the character, but kind of played out. I I kind of agree with you. This uh, with both of you actually I felt the story was kind of like the thing that it was just like eh, all right, I guess, um, and that's not good for a movie generally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, like I had a like. Thinking about it, almost again compared to Joker a little bit, yeah. Where the re- the reliability of the narrator gets called into question because mm-hmm. she's fucking crazy, yeah. Um, but it, like even after you 
start and stop and start and stop, if you just put it all together, it makes sense. It does. It does. But yeah. it's still frustrating that, you, that 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 it developed the way that it did. You know, mm-hmm. and that was kind of uh, a pain in the ass. Um, so, what did you think was strongest about the story? I think they nailed. I think they they really got Harley Quinn's character. You know, um, they they could have taken some liberties, but they they didn't. Yeah. You know, it was it was. I thought it was very true to the character. Um, so, plot aside, which is kind of what our grievances are, like at at, at this point, you know, because it was how how they laid the plot out for us. Yeah. So that aside, I think they wrote the characters very well. Um, yeah. With a few exceptions. Yeah, I so I wasn't a huge fan of um, uh, Huntress. I, I was really okay with her. I was I actually I loved Huntress. See, I I I thought she to me Huntress is supposed to be like really serious. She like, is but kind of takes, for some reason like this just like unsure woman instead. Just I don't know. It just felt all right. Like so, she, look, I so it, fact, it worked. It, it worked. worked. The thing that I but liked about I just it wasn't is expecting that it. She was so socially awkward. Yeah, which makes fucking sense based off of the trauma that, that character endures. It does. Mm-hmm. Like. And what she does, like it makes sense that she's like, it's like, oh, you crossbow killer. God damn it, I'm not the crossbow killer. Yeah. Plus, it's, plus, it's just so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, who who was your your favorite character then? I mean, uh, probably Quinn. But I'm gonna say eliminate Harley Quinn because she's uh, basically say, a titular. If character. we're gonna eliminate yeah. her, um, I said I, <laughs> I did love Dinah. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly where I was gonna go. <laughs> she she honestly had like um, some of the bigger conflicts throughout the movie. Personally, awesome story arc. Yeah, yeah, they I think they did right by her. Yeah, um, she was just she was so badass. Like took no shit from anyone. Oh, she was phenomenal. Uh, also very scantily clad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the entire movie. The too. entire movie. Yeah, like the all the way through until like the very end. Right. Where they're showing how everybody moved on. If, but even then, she's just. I like it how you bombshell. can kick your foot up real high in those <laughs> tight pants. <laughs> Thanks. I So, going into this movie, I also didn't know that they were going to have Zaz in this. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that guy was supposed to be Zaz, and I was like, I'm not sure. At, at first, I was sure. like, I'm not sure because you don't really look like Zaz. And then, but they like, said I see Victor. all the scars, and I'm like, is that motherfucker Zaz? Yeah. He's like, Victor, and I was like, motherfucker, it is. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not, wasn't crazy about his, like, character design, but the actor, holy oh, shit. Fucking hell the yeah. The entire movie, I'm just like, I am so uncomfortable right now. Yo, that, so moving, moving aside, all right, so I guess I'll have to go with, um, I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, Lance for my favorite character. Okay. Yeah, um, Mike, did you say yours yet? Yeah, it says it's Black Canary. Okay, yeah. right, right. Okay. <laughs> um, so going away from the characters, my the scene that got me the most mm-hmm. was probably that bar scene where uh, Black Mask oh, had the chick get up yeah. on the table. Oh yeah, that, that was, was rough. That was intense. Yeah. And really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah I, I think Ewan McGregor did a, a, a good job with the character, but I don't think he was written well. I was, the entire movie, I was just like, I do not like this portrayal of Black Mask. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it, like, I understand because they wanted to, to have the movie be light. So, at well, light at times. 
dark at times, which is fine. But I feel like you could do that without writing it the way that they did. Yeah, they pretty yeah. they pretty much made Black Mask into like a small time club owner who yeah, just uh, has some money. That's kind not, of that's not who he is. We'll do. Uh, I think we'll do a character breakdown on him next. Yeah. Thing and so fully talk about that. But so the way the way he was written sucked, but. I think you and McGregor did a good job yeah. with, no, with, with what he was given. Yeah, I mean, when he was dark, man, he was fucking dark. Yeah, like, like here's the crazy thing: he just flipped a switch. He was mm-hmm. hanging out. He was like, "Oh, having a good time, having a good time." Boom! I'm really mad now. And yes. uh, yeah, like, which what was weird was the relationship between Black Mask and Zaz. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, like you just kind of watching it develop. And Zaz is almost comforting him like a child at times. And I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Why is this here? Why is this happening like this? And he almost got like, um, like as if they were in like, um, like a partnership, yeah. like a relationship, kind of that jealousy when, uh, when Sionis brought on Lance yeah. as like his driver and he was, you know, showing her around the place and Zaz was like, why the fuck is she here? Like, yeah. get, get her away from us. You know, that was, their their dynamic was really interesting yeah, throughout like, the entire movie. I almost I almost wish I'd gotten a better explanation for it. You know, it just like <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. Uh, least favorite cast member, huh? Character cast member. It was Montoya for me. I was gonna say either Montoya or uh, Cassie Kane. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about her. It's weird how they wrote her like that. Yeah, that's not how that character is supposed to be. Right. Uh, but it, it was definitely Montoya for me because, well, first of all, like I don't mean to be ageist or whatever. She's kind of old. I was thinking that too. I'm like, I feel like they made her a little bit older than she's supposed to be. Yeah, like like <laughs> she shouldn't have survived that last fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, I just I can't I can't find a reason to holds up the girls and it's bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like I just I don't know her her story arc was weak when I know that character is so strong yeah and and it's just like uh, you just kind of ruined it for me a little bit right uh, but yeah can't can't take it back I don't know I I kind of feel like um, Huntress definitely had had the best she has a great background in general right and mm-hmm. and they definitely explained it well in the movie um, but I just wasn't into her character really like at all that's fair so i don't know i'm gonna have to go huntress okay for least favorite i completely understand that uh speaking of huntress i did love the little nod to her her mask at the very very end of the movie oh yeah with those with those shades like that was super cool to me right they did they did it with catwoman in uh the nolan batman they did yeah yeah it's just uh it's just a neat little way to make that costume work Mm -hmm. um so, what was your favorite scene then? Uh, the fight scene at the very end when they're all all trying to protect Cassie, right? And they're just oh, with the hands, with the yeah, hands. <laughs> the hands. Uh, I'm like, they fucking use them. Like it was just, I loved how it was shot and how it was executed. And I found out that a large majority of the time, it's the actual actresses doing the stunts. Wow. So, that's a very that's very impressive. So that like I watched it with that knowledge and I was like, 
wow, this is so good. Like, it shouldn't have been as good as it was, and it, it was really awesome. I think one of the – one thing that this movie just blew out of the water was this, the fight choreography. I was yes. just about to say that. I think my favorite scene was one Harley Tech's police department, and the choreography in that scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. Every, every The whole flow – seriously, every every single fight that happens in the movie – the flow of it and the way it was shot is just incredible. You don't it, it's not jolting. You don't feel like it's um like a Nolan Batman fight scene where the camera's like in between like two people and you just don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> um no. You can see everything. You can see all the chaos that's happening, but you don't feel like it's overwhelming. And that's a really hard thing to pull off. Uh, and they did it for I I feel like every single one of oh, the, yeah, no. of the scenes it was well done the entire movie yeah yeah I think this movie will be um, we'll get some high honors next year in the twisties which is amazing because uh, I mean a woman director you know behind the camera for this movie so which they're really trying to do yeah so they had Patty Jenkins for for Wonder Woman and then I think is it Kathy Yan. I think that's who it was. Kathy Yan for... And this is her first big budget movie. She's, she's an indie director before this. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, just, I remember reading an article about, you know, she got the gig to direct and she called up Patty Jenkins to talk about, you know... Yeah. What should she expect from, like, a like a big studio, big budget movie? And she said, you know, the that conversation was just invaluable um to her because then she it was like a like a flip switch for her going forward it was like every every idea that she had in her head was just solidified like okay this is how it's going to happen yeah and i i just think that's the coolest thing you know yeah uh i absolutely agree um the like one sticking point that i have is the comics cast versus the movie cast Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's difficult to have a Birds of Prey movie without Batgirl. Yeah, like, yeah, that, it's kind of frustrating, but I understand it. At this point, I'm being a, a spoiled little child. Uh, I want it. You're gonna get the Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey that you get. Damn it! <laughs> no, <laughs> we have Birds of Prey at home. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Birds of Prey at home, no Batgirl. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, but I mean, it worked. It yeah, it, it really worked. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have anything else about the movie. I just thought it's, I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it far more than I thought I was going to. I was talking to a friend about it um, on on Twitter, and I was just like, "Yeah, man, it was it was far better than I expected." Yeah, I do have it. I'm not buying it. Okay. or something in this movie. I was actually going to ask that. It bothered me so much. It was at the very end. Where Harley's on her uh, skates and she's... Which was the best. Yeah, that was great. That was an awesome scene. And she was chasing after Black Mass, who's driving away in a goddamn car, and she's keeping up with him (laughs) on skates. And this is before Huntress comes in with a motorcycle. He's in an old car. A car! (laughs) I mean... On skates! (laughs) Right. Was it even a hill? I mean, (laughs) you know, Black Canary pushed her along. Yeah, I mean, the, phys- the physics of that shouldn't have worked either. <laughs> the more I thought about it, like, the way the skates are just naturally uneven, so the faster she goes, she should start to wobble, yeah. like, a lot. 
and like uh, wheels can only nope. rotate so quickly before they just burst. <laughs> like literally, they will like unwind and burst. Yeah, uh, that th- does happen. That's personal experience. That's not what I thought you were gonna say, because uh, this bothered me in the fight. <laughs> in the fight that I loved, Harley hands Canary a hair tie. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> the yeah. next scene, her hair is down again. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Where's the hair tie? Why did you include it in the marketing if the very next scene it was going to be gone? I was just so confused. So confused. When did she have time to do a I, shoot I was change? just about to say that. Never mind. That was like the, one of the best lines of the entire movie. It's like, wait, because it just brings up the absurdity of it all. It's just like, wait, what? Well, I mean, you see her carry them down yes. from the chest. And it was like, uh, all right, fine. And then all of a sudden she's just on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, last thing, this movie was fucking brutal. Oh my god, yes. It was. it was so much worse than I expected. And actually, than I even could imagine. Yeah. Dude. I'm right with it. Yeah. I'm very good with it. Like, at least a pair of broken legs every fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, so, first of all, the very first set of broken legs. Uh, <sighs> uh, I love how you categorize it. Yeah. I love how we could like categorize it. The first set of broken legs. <laughs> and then the one fight in the police precinct <laughs> oh my God, where, where she, she catches the guy, she breaks, breaks his one, one knee drag. and then breaks his other knee. And then goes back and for a little more. Yeah. And breaks the other direction. And like, oh my God. So he's, he's basically God, gumby. As soon as she got that bat in that scene, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, the bat and, and the cocaine. And the cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. <laughs> oh uh, man. that uh, It seriously was such a great time. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely a movie like you could pop on. Yeah, anytime. It's, like it's better than Joker in that regard because I don't know if I can watch that shit again. <laughs> yeah, uh, this I can watch multiple times. Yeah, except for like that one scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, yeah. So my other gripe: Why the fuck does DC have to include dance numbers? Like the shit, it, did, yeah. it didn't fit the movie to me. Like I understand that you want to be artistic and expressive. But like as I was watching it, I was like, "This doesn't need to be here." I feel like it fit the movie better than Joker's dances did, <laughs> especially since like they were very brief, and it was like after Harley got smacked in the head. It's so. still an ED commercial for me. It was just the one yeah. time, right? It was just the one dance thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, still, yeah, but it they just, just keep including them in movies. Okay, and it just feels like it's worn out. It's welcome. Gotcha. And I'm just kind of done with it. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I, they in the two animated movies that have come out in the last like three years that have Harley Quinn, uh, they've always had her singing and dancing in some regard. Yeah. That, uh, so I don't weird. know. Whatever. Oh, speaking of singing, holy shit! The girl that played Black Canary has oh a voice. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. That was beautiful. I kind of hope they include that song on the soundtrack. I think it is. And. uh like a full version of that song, "Man's World." I think it's what yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, if that's if that's really her singing that, I'm wildly impressed. Yeah. Well, okay, uh, I think that's it about Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation Stop of Stop. Harley Quinn. <laughs> so, uh, maybe just, may just, <laughs> just clip the mic. Sorry. That's okay. It was worth it. So no, it, wasn't. it was never worth it. <laughs> Mike, any anything else? Yes. So. Uh, this is just all about us here at the Twisted Cape. So we want to tell you guys about some things that are coming, and this is going to sound weird, have already 
come from, from the Twisted Cape. I don't know a better <laughs> way to come, say have that. Have come down the pipe. Uh, they're already here. That's probably yes. better. They're available to you now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come have already happened. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's here. Uh, just no, no, that's too came, far. Came that's too far. You. I can't say it. No. <laughs> uh, okay. You just made it worse. <laughs> Uh, so we have our redesigned twistedcape.com yes. if you've not yet been there uh, where we have a new satire every week and we have a new opinion article every week uh, so you probably want to check those out uh, we'll be having some giveaways um, yeah because I'm looking at that stack and it's it's, it's growing pretty big it's growing so yeah yes it's yeah yeah and how can you get some of this stuff Michael uh, well, first of all, you can vote on the twisties. Hell yeah. Uh, and then we're going to be doing a whole bunch more promos, which we'll probably be talking about more, uh, mm-hmm. you know, offline between us. Yes. Y'all need to hear that shit. <laughs> uh, we also will be having, uh, weekly reviews, uh, this week in DC has returned, uh, with the new year and the wrap up of crisis. It's been out there every week, so you should be checking that out. And there will be a uh, a debut of this week in Marvel Cinematic Universe. So once their TV stuff comes back, Agents of Shield, uh, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, so, Soldier. I cannot Soldier. speak. Soldier. Uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll be doing that in a separate in a separate piece altogether. Uh, we're going to be doing a YouTube series for Out and On. It'll be a weekly video series. It'll just be replacing what was written before on Twistcape.com. That should be starting soon. And finally, uh, we're going to be dropping a brand new podcast weekly, for the most part. It'll be weeks off for this guy. Uh, it'll be called Mike's Thick Stack. It will be a weekly comics podcast. Um, it's going to be a good time. We'll have some guests from time to time. Probably mostly these guys, because I love these guys. But there will be some some outsiders. Uh, from time to time, just talk about comics, comic books, stories. Yeah, we'll probably do some giveaways on that, John, too. Because great, you know, giveaways are fun. <laughs> Get free stuff, love it. <laughs> uh, so let's wrap up. Are you guys watching or reading anything right now? Given my life currently, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's difficult. <laughs> Hashtag apartment fires. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's mostly been just catch up reading for me. I just, I'm about to read Annihilation Scourge, which I'm excited for because I love that cosmic shit. Uh, I just finished Contagion, uh, graphic novel. Uh, it's pretty good. Not, not the best, but it was, it's all right. I've been, uh, pretty much, I, I haven't been reading or watching much. Uh, no. But I have been keeping up with. Harley Quinn, yes, the animated show on uh, the DC streaming service. Yeah, I think two more podcasts from now we're going to be talking about that. It is a fantastic show. Yeah, like it's it's funny. Like it's funny. Yeah, there there are times where it's not right. Like like moments within the show, but for the large part, it's very funny. I love Bane. Bane just oh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe we can blow it up. (laughs) It's just a solution for everything. I just love it. Uh yeah. So besides that, I mean, I I I read the first couple issues of the 2018 run on Justice League Dark, where Wonder Woman is a, yeah. a, a key member of the team. Uh, so you know, just the first three issues, but it was pretty awesome. Anytime you read about Wonder Woman, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. So she's the best. That's uh what I've been reading, watching. All right. Uh, so next time we'll be doing the. 
a retrospective on Arrow, the series. Uh, we'll be doing the Twisties results. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we want to go back to Crisis and Watchmen if you've finished those up. I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we go, do you guys check us out on social media? Uh, so we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at the Twisted Cape, no spaces. Um, don't forget to also check out the website, twistedcape.com. Uh, regularly, we put up the satire, the reviews, contests, and a whole lot more. All right, great. So, everybody, thank you for joining us tonight, and be sure to check out all of our earlier episodes if you have not jumped into those yet. Oh, watch the video. Yeah. What's oh, the yeah. Video? It should should be on uh, YouTube. Did we send YouTube to myself? Should be. Uh, well, YouTube we'll also. To, we'll have to change that. Yes. yes. <laughs> so be sure to check all that out. Uh, and everybody, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, everybody, stay twisted. And thank you for checking us out. 